NERD was like the side project for Pharrell. It also made me think of how sometimes, like an act, how act, some actors are, I guess, like higher profile actors, they are able to um, influence the studios to make the movies that they want. Like, let's mm-hmm. say you're okay, you're like Adam Sandler, right? Yeah. So Adam Sandler will say like, hey. I, w- I just want to make a movie like this. You know, he's, he's a high-profile act. You know, it's going to sell. But if the studio isn't as confident in it, they'll ask, you know, an actor like that to say, give us this, give us this, you know, family-friendly romantic comedy movie, and we'll give you, we'll just pay, we'll, we'll pay for everything for you. It made me think of the same thing um, for that in a way that um, some, I guess, like some studios or some labels or, you know, higher-profile companies, entities, corporations will... Um, give artists who have a higher draw side projects, and it makes you wonder, like, how many things were, how many things were like side projects, and how, and how many things were like um, almost payment mm-hmm. for those type of things. Yeah, I remember hearing something about uh, LL Cool J. There's like, you know, he was still want to be on this right. This is LL Cool J as we know him now. We don't. We think LL Cool J. We don't think of him as like a rapper. Think like some actor or you know. You think, you think of him as a cop? Yeah. <laughs> But um, I was listening to some podcast. Was it um, One Up? I think. Oh yeah. Yeah, and they was talking. Uh, one was somebody. Yeah, there's a, there's in the studio with LL Cool J, and they had this old school break beats. It was scratch. It was so hip hop, right? And LL was ripping it. And it's all new album. This is gonna be on. They said the engineers like. <laughs> Album. This isn't going on the album. This, uh, Def Jam just lets them make these shit so, you know, to keep them happy. Man. You know, he was only putting out these poppets. So it does make me think, like, a really, really pop artist who I guess you could say change, like, um, you know, maybe there it really is, let's use, for example, like Drake, maybe he really does have his all beats. He's just rapping over Della beats or something like that, this whole project, but they just never put it out. Man. He's just sitting there. It's like, oh, okay, you got to give us, enough. you got to give us 10 more. Um, Hotline blings? Yeah, yeah. Give us, <laughs> ten, ten give us, blings give us ten more hotline blings, and we can we can sneak this out. Yeah. Have you guys heard Baby. the the one song where Biggie Smalls is rapping over a Jay Dilla beat? No. It's on a. It's um. It's with Busta Rhymes because Busta because Busta Rhymes and Jay Dilla are though they were always mm-hmm. working together, and they had this one song where because like Busta Rhymes and Biggie Smalls they were also cool off of the, after the remix, but they also went to high school together, right? Yeah, Biggie Smalls. Went to high school with Jay Z. Busta and Jay Z all went to the same high school yeah. at the same time. Yeah, and so I guess they were they were cool. And then since Busta Rhymes, I guess it makes sense that since Busta Rhymes and Jay Dilla was cool, you know, cool with one producer, like he would also bring them together. And hearing Biggie Smalls on a Jay Dilla beat, it made so much sense. Also, because I remember, um, I remember hearing somewhere that. Biggie Smalls always wanted to rap over stuff like the Child Call Quest, but like mm-hmm. Diddy would force him to do the pop stuff. Not not just the not just the pop, but like the you know the hardcore gangster like rap, hip hop beeps. But he always wanted to rap over the smooth jazz stuff like that. So they hear him over the Jay Dilla beat. The pockets that he would hit over Jay Dilla made me realize why he's considered like the great. Because like before, I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, maybe. If you were of that time, then it makes sense. But how it carries into now, or like how many pockets people are like compared to like okay, Andre probably hit every pocket. Even rappers like now, like you know, Jid mm-hmm. being able to hit Young Thug, being able to hit so many pockets, like to hear you know Biggie Smalls go back and do like in the nineties, yeah. But now does it stand the test of time? But 
to hear him over a Jay Dilla beat, bananas. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta remember. It was, I think it was like Super Ugly or The Ugliest or something like that. Ooh. I don't think I think I can't remember if it was like unreleased or not. I think it was supposed to. I think it was supposed to make somebody's album, but like Biggie was too. It was like he. I think he said he was talking. I think he was talking like a little bit too greasy on it or something like uh-huh. that. They just like yeah, we can't release this, and then someone they posted on like Reddit or something like that. Yeah, but, but you know what? Um, before Brady to that came out, people thought B was like going to be a pop rapper because they only heard like Hypnotize and these other big Diddy productions. So when people bought Ready to Die, they were spending like some pop, some pop shit because that's what Diddy was. That's what Diddy did, pop yeah. shit. So when they put it on. And oh, this is some hardcore gangster shit. People were. Well, I guess if, I guess if you're not from New York, yeah. I guess because yeah. I guess he because even back then he was like a, he was like an underground. You know, he had underground mixtapes. You know, going through. Yeah, but you know, you got to have a pop hit to like push everything else. You yeah. know, like make everything else work. Like um, using Drake again. There's like Drake. You need Drake to succeed if you sign the Universal, because Drake affords for twenty other artists to put out an album. Because the label knows we're going to lose money on these other albums. So all y'all need Drake to be the number one nigga in the game. Because he's literally bankrolling all y'all albums. Which is like crazy to be like so dependent on somebody else. Like, damn, if he if he don't hit his numbers, my shit's not coming out for another two years. Because the label knows they're not going to make money off me. Which, that's like crazy. Which also, I think it'll put you like in a weird like competition type thing. Yeah. Like... Mm. Would you want to be as big as Drake to have all that pressure on you all the time to deliver? Uh, I think it depends on the type of artist that that actually trying. And I was gonna say, like, does the person have empathy? Is the real question. <laughs> Are they considering other people, or do they not give a fuck and enjoying their lavish life? Yeah, but even say, <laughs> even if you like take a type of movies or something, like you need. You need Fast to- and the Furious. You need that movie franchise to do well. Or we're not gonna get this little small, small little independent movie that just shoots out right there. You know, might make thirty million dollars real quick and dip out. Like we won't get those smaller movies, which is like probably the biggest thing that uh, movie with, with studios moving away from like Netflix and Netflix becoming more and more prominent. It's like because Netflix is a platform, we're gonna miss out on a, a lot more independent movies. Why do you think? What What do you mean? You can shoot a movie, put it on Netflix, cool. But like, there's nothing bankrolling these things anymore. Netflix can't put everything on Netflix because, like, they one, they're run, they're gonna run out of money eventually, and two, it's not gonna be on there for long. Whereas before, when you sign to these bigger studios, they can put out more stuff or even smaller projects and smaller movies because they have the money behind it. Already, but what, you know? what about with the way the streaming platform is like setting up? Because there's Netflix, but there's also Hulu, Amazon Prime. There's there's a bunch of Disney Plus, like, HBO Max. Yeah, all these other smaller Merv. streaming platforms. They're like, all right, well, shit, we can't afford this, that, and the third, but we got some money we can kick out to some of these independent people so we can kind of fill that niche. If you can get more of a niche audience, that's something to keep the lights on. So that's something to consider. So I think these things do still have that chance. Yeah, but niche audiences, niche audiences don't keep the lights on though. I mean, if, if you if you are able to pick up all of them and put them together, you can keep your you can keep your you can pay your bill, you know what I'm saying? You can keep your gas going. It makes yeah. me question who is Netflix because I know that that's their thing, being known for putting out anything and everything. So it makes me curious, like, what is Netflix? Some rich guy being like, hey, I want to see some different shit. 
Like, how did it even begin to be able to do that? Like, where was their money originally? Uh, uh, DVD block. They were basically block. Blockbuster. Yeah, it was just blockbuster. Mail blockbuster. Mm. Oh, yeah. that yeah. Was, there was, was the first thing after. Yeah, they were sending. They were sending flicks to you. Yeah, wow, they no. That's right. Netflix tried to get bought up by Blockbuster. They said, "Hey, come buy us." <laughs> no, I think they tried <laughs> to sell. Back. Like, no, yo, fam, to, we got a great idea. No, I think they tried to sell. Y'all like, need to put the packs in the mail. For like a, like, or for like a re- reasonable, probably like ten million or some shit. Like that. they wanted to sell the Blockbuster. Blockbuster's like, nah. Stupid. People love the in-store experience. People love coming, in, which. We're fucking Honest, busting no, blocks, and it, and it, it, it makes, it makes sense. People think you want to go to, you want to go into Blockbuster, you want to look around, you want to see the new releases, yeah. you want to find an old movie. Like, plus yeah. they could probably, I think they even tried to do Netflix. Like, you, they was like, they tried. We, to, like, we see shit, what you're doing. We can, we can do like, what you do, but better. That shit lasted like four months, bro. I swear to God. <laughs> the, the Blockbuster like, well, uh, mail in the video, bro. That shit did not last long. <laughs> yeah, then, it was already too late because there's also things like Redbox. Yeah, it was like, oh, I can go around the corner, one dollar. Get this movie. Yeah, take so it I back. think it was the Redbox rising and Netflix coming at the same time. They're just kind of like, Completely and once wrong. Netflix started the whole streaming thing, they originally streaming Netflix was what, like five dollars or something. Oh yeah, yeah, it was, it was super, super cheap. cheap. No, it was like seven. It was like I remember Netflix was like seven dollars. And it's like, oh yeah, this is, this is the best. Like I have all these movies on here. And then they had a separate list of movies that because I remember I was in, I was at Howard. They had um the Last Dragon. That's like my favorite movie. My favorite worst movie ever is The Last Dragon, right? So like every time I try to go look for it on Netflix, it's like, oh, we don't have it on streaming, but you can order the DVD. Yeah. It the, like, uh, Return to the Thirty Six Chamber was like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I don't know. How do I feel about all the during the pandemic and we you know that movie theater? First, of all, how do I feel about movie theaters not being a thing anymore? It's Wait, say that again? movie theaters like you can't go to the movies. They're closing down. They're starting to open back up. I mean, I was about to say, just, we're, we I, live in Atlanta. These shits are open. I saw. For the <laughs> we first, don't count. I didn't know too. I was in Chattanooga for my birthday because of the RV trip going awry slash perfect. But um, and we were just like walking around in Chattanooga somewhere in the city, and like I remember saying early in the day, it was with Brandon, and I was like. I was talking to him. I had a random urge. I was like, I miss being at the movies. Like, I want to see something new. I want to go sit down and da 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 da. And like, we were just like, nothing to do, waiting for my RV to be fixed for days and walking around and randomly saw a theater and it was open. We were like, hey, let's go inside. And like, they were showing, doing showings and stuff. And I saw, what did I see? The X Men one with the kids, mutants. New Mutants or something that just came oh, out? Oh, the New New Mutants movie? Something. Yeah. Called. That, that movie actually came out? Yeah. Really? It was fucking good. Anyone, anyone, I've, it was good? It was I haven't good. seen it ever. I haven't seen anything. I, you know, granted, movie. I don't even remember seeing commercials for it, so I didn't have any preconceived, you know, don't, was Was it the one where they supposed to be like a scary movie? It I think they, they're, like, they're like trapped in an asylum. That I thought album. that was like a, a fan made. No. I thought that was fan made. No, that was real. That oh, was damn. real. It, it went through like two different directors, uh, editing hell, and this got postponed literally five times. I did not know that. Yeah, but I love one of the actors. It's that girl. She was in the movie Split. She was also in that movie Pure, not Purebreds, Thoroughbreds, where the two girls like kill someone or something. She does a lot of really good random things. Wait, did, I it, love did it have um? The little girl from Game of Thrones? I don't know. I don't watch Game of Thrones. I yeah, I think she was still in it. Yeah, I was make sure we talk, we're all talking the, about the same movie. The weird nigga from um, Stranger Things. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
It's like, oh, yeah, that's my teenage brother. I'm like, that nigga's 35. (laughs) (laughs) Minimum. Don't, like. Don't blame me. Don't flex. Please don't flex. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, but I know, like, independent theaters, and I want to say, I want to say it's Regal. All oh, yeah. they closed all their movie theaters until like until further notice. And AMC, which is the largest theater chain in the world, at least in America, North America at least, there's like, yeah, they only opened up like in certain cities. So yeah, you can go to AMC here in Atlanta, but you they're probably closed to other smaller say, cities and stuff like that. And I think the one by uh the high school south, it's not it's Carmike and Regal, but it's not Regal anymore. Now it's that shit changes so many. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm just I'm just now back in town, so no, it's like I think it was Regal that whole time, but then they switched it to NGC, is what it is now, and it's really a lot nicer. And I think the prices were even better, at least in the beginning. But that one's open too, I think, and I think I might might be too. I was really surprised. I was like, dang, I didn't even try to look. <laughs> yeah. Check it out. I mean, maybe you might. They might be, and you just don't even realize it because they probably don't want a lot of people to know because they are doing the precautions and stuff. I don't know. No, I think they want people to know. You haven't seen those promotions like you ran out a whole movie theater for like $100? I just don't know how I didn't know, though, because I was really surprised seeing some of the ones that I did see open. I was like, how? how You think they send like a a mail-in flyer or something like that? I don't know. Right, yeah, something. you would think so because so many of them are being like threat. That's like, yeah, there might there might yeah, not might be any more. I remember yeah, hearing that there might not be any more movie theater because like they, it's too big of a hit. Yeah. And then the because uh, I remember AMC had it got into this real big beef for Universal because Universal was like, oh, because they put out uh, trolls, they put out trolls on streaming. And oh, this shit worked. We might just do all our movies like that. I was gonna say maybe they just don't want yeah. to bring movies back. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah, because Loki. I think what we should do is bring back the drive-in movie theaters. Ah, I wish. I mean, they're starting to do yeah, drive-in right, everything yeah. now. Like you can yeah. do like drive like drive-in it's concerts, funny. like mm-hmm. just indie indie drive not drive-in, but more so like driveway concerts. We can just because oh. like you can. I saw one where they did like on a porch. They just like somebody had everything set up on a porch, but um, they had one of their uh, machines that they had had it so that you can tune into your, your radio station, real real local. For like, let's say for like that block, you turn it to like eighty eight point nine, and it's going to be whatever's playing right there. So you can pull up your car to the to that house, and then you can watch them watch them perform. That's cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah, for my job, I see that a lot. You go to like a. a a neighborhood and they rent or they someone guys one of those big blow up projectors they put on the big screen they put on like you know have bring speakers out and have all the kids or they they'll put like on, i think last one was like the karate kid the next karate kid or something and they just project these movies on they do it like every friday or saturday night just for the something the whole you know, socially distance right right um, so the whole like neighborhood comes right. and they all watch the same the same movie and stuff like that to give you know a sense of normalcy, which is cool, I guess. But I don't, I don't know. I, I like going to the theater for the experience of being in the theater, like yeah. the movie Tenet. I still really want to see Tenet. Yeah. But, oh, I saw it. But I, I think I saw that NGC, and that's probably why I knew. And I was like, why didn't I know that all the shit was open? Yeah, but I wanted to see Tenet in the movie theater, like yeah. to actually get the whole experience. It's not a movie I want to see for the first time on my on my TV. Yeah. Are you me, sure? Me or is that just what the director sold you so you can <laughs> stall on putting the fucking movie out? Because he was throwing his, oh, you gotta see it in theaters. I'm like, nigga, there's a whole pandemic. 
either shit or go. They're really, they're really forced. They're really forced it down your throat. Like, yo, you gotta see this in theaters. You gotta see this in theaters. So you can't hear any of the dialogue because it's all bass. I gave you, I gave you Inception, please. Remember I mean, that shit? I would say it was worth seeing a theater. I probably, it's it, that movie brainwash y'all. I don't want to hear. I didn't know that they said was it, that. Was it so, fine? They, they brainwash you after the fact after you watched it. Oh okay. Because they're no. like, you need to see this in theaters. No, no, I'm just saying it because it was really, really good and very like. I could see how it would probably might not slap as hard on your home TV or your computer like. There's a lot going on in it, and there's a lot of action, and a lot of very beautiful... Like, yeah, that's what it is. It's because it's the time thing. So mm-hmm. it's like things are happening, like, backwards and forward, and, like, all that different and new perspective and things and the action of it, I definitely would... You dis- don't, like, you, you don't want to see that on a ramen-stained MacBook Yeah, screen. no, like, I would have been disappointed if I had to see it the first time on something not... And you're watching it on your cell phone. Yeah. <laughs> Do your cracked yeah, iPhone? It's really long too, so I feel like yeah, like uh, like hmm. Transformers movies. Transformer movies are always better in the theater than when you like. Oh yeah, trying to watch it's, it on it's TV. Just a bunch of, it's just a bunch of loud noises and explosions. Clank, clank it, of it yeah, all. yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that's how you like it. Give me my thrill, or I'll cry in my sleep myself to sleep tonight again. I don't yeah, know. I want to see. I want to feel those explosions within my yeah, soul. Yeah, shaking. Yeah. Okay, so. <laughs> So speaking of Michael Bay, since <laughs> all he does is fucking explosions, right. did y'all see that new COVID twenty three? Uh, was it Songbird movie? Oh yeah, the um, movie that was basically the COVID quarantine movie. Yeah, fuck that movie, bro. That Ain't nobody want to see that right now. Trash. I haven't heard of it at all. Who's in it? Yeah, I didn't hear Who knows? I don't want to <laughs> see. I don't want to see like an exaggerated version of the life that I'm living. Like the like I remember like. Really, June mid. Is it exaggerated at it this was, point? Remember, like May, they had this like quarant- had like a quarantine romantic comedy series on Hulu. I was just like, series? Yes, I was like, fuck you! Like nobody wants to see a, a co- like romance, romance and COVID. Yeah. No, in it's just two people it. with masks. No. Yeah. In the middle, it's like early COVID. It's like, no. As soon as it started, you're gonna try and. I, we can't even we can't wipe our ass right now. Right, that's talking what I'm about saying, like the <laughs> the corporate greed of it all. Like, damn, could you give me five minutes? Yeah, can we <laughs> can we wait until this shit is over? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, they didn't make 9/11 movies two weeks after. They gave us some time to heal from it. Yeah, we're still in the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> no, I see a lot of movies. Um, I want to say, what's the main actress from Euphoria? What's her name? Uh, Zendaya. There you go. No, you did not. Don't you ever. Zendaya, please forgive him. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. She's, I'm, I'm allowing myself to feel about her the way people pretend to feel about, like, Beyonce or something. Like, I'm like, Zendaya deserves this. I'm going to hype her up. I love you for it. I, I got to audition for it. Did I tell y'all? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, <sighs> I'm sorry. Okay. What about Zendaya? No, I think her and, was it David Terry Washington? I remember she was, like, promoting, like, yeah, we shot this whole movie in, like, nine days. Right before everything shut down, it was like a lot of th- people were trying to get out a quick movie or a quick, a quick TV show and stuff like that. Oh, everything's about to shut down. Let's shoot something, get it out real quick, boom. So I think that's like a thing, you know. Like think of how many rappers come out with like COVID bars or drop or drop projects during COVID. Hey man, I have nothing to do but be locked up in the studio. I hate COVID bars. I just honestly. <laughs> 
Maybe because I just hate when people like rap about very, very current events that are happening while while living. I was like, if I remember the first COVID, you know, coronavirus, like it was basically just like, yo, fuck COVID or fuck coronavirus. It was like, I don't want to hear this shit. Yeah. I mean, I feel it's like I feel it, but it's just like, you can't really say fuck a virus. Yeah, I think, I, I think it goes out your way, I mean, like I it really it. dates you. Like it really dates the song. Like, yeah. It makes you feel old listening to something like, damn, yeah. this song is really old. But do y'all feel comfortable going back into movie theaters? Well, Shannon's been. <laughs> but do y'all feel comfortable going back? I don't feel comfortable going anywhere. Aww. Really <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. I mean, except for here. Aww. Yeah, you know. Aww. But yeah, it's it's. I, I want to because I'm. I was very much a movie theater person. Mm. Not even. Not even like a. I'm going to see whatever movie's coming out. I'm going to go see it. But I was very much a. How you spend um, your spare time? Yeah, like I'll just like mid, like Midtown Art Cinema, mm-hmm. um, the Plaza Fiesta. Yeah, theater. you had a whole movie. What was the shit called? Movie Pass. Movie? Yeah, like I actually yeah. actually had the, I actually bought the Movie Pass um, so that I can just go to go see any movie. That's well, you know, how does that exist now? Do they just give you a Netflix login? Like, <laughs> yo, uh, that went under a while ago. I don't say a while ago. Maybe like a year or so ago. Like officially, officially, it went under. Um, it's like it's no more. Yeah, I remember AMC started from all. They had a, like an AMC pass. You can yeah. come to any AMC theater a limited amount of times. Like it got it got progressively worse. Like it got you, like at first it was like okay this is great, then this is not great, and then it's just like all the benefits were just stripped out of it. So it's like what's the, why the way. like why the fuck would we do this? Like it's kind of like it got, it got to the point where like you can't go to like a busy like if you can't go to op- opening night you have to wait until like. A matinee or like three weeks after Ooh, to actually see the movie. Nasty shit. So it's like it's like why it's like what's the point of I having it? I thought I was if you can't? joining the club to get perks, not get treated like well, shit. Yeah, <laughs> matinees you type of. Oh, you knew it was, it was gonna fail because like movie theater, anyway. movie theater, surprisingly, movie theaters don't make their money off of movies. They make all their money off of con- the concessions. I was gonna say, is that why the popcorn is fifty dollars? Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely not eating no fucking like a whole, concessions at a movie like theater. Yeah, like a whole. Like, They're lucky those nachos. Like well, uh, Gerald worked at a movie theater. He's like, yeah, bro. Like, you know, this whole thing, you know, all that popcorn, y'all seen that machine? That cost us like 69 cents. I'm sorry. This is not an ad for Sprite, I swear. <laughs> no, you good. <laughs> no, He's like, yeah, it costs like 69 cents for that. But it's like, if we sell it for five, like, this is where we make our profit, though, because the majority of the profit that you pay the money to go see the movie, all that goes to the theaters. So we make all our money off of the other stuff you buy when you go to the movie theater. Or whatever, cause then like he'd get off work and he'd literally come into the theater with a trash bag full of popcorn, like literally just a trash bag full of popcorn. <laughs> and it's like, nigga, ain't nobody gonna eat that shit anyway. <laughs> yeah. So like when movie pass started, I was like, all right, he has to have. Cause I want to say the guy who started was black, which is why I you know wanted to support him. I was like, it doesn't, this doesn't make sense. Like there's no way this makes money. But this is low of a price because you have to pay the you have to pay these studios this, this price. Like they didn't expect people. They did not expect that people actually enjoy movies that much. Like this, it was it, it didn't it was it never clicked that. I guess they never thought that the reason why people don't go to the movies is because they don't like movies. It's like people don't go to the movies because they don't want to pay for the movies. Yeah, it's like if you give them free basically a free pass to go to the movies. People will go to the movies every day. Yeah. yeah. But you would think, though, that they would sell more shit. Just like, oh, well, fuck, I really didn't pay for this movie. Let me buy a bunch of snacks Popcorn and snacks. soda. And No. <laughs> oh, yeah, you just crank that big purse. Like, yeah. Hey, I'm saving, it's like I'm saving even more. Pizza in there, 
a gal in the sweet tea. Yeah, I mean, eventually, if you're seeing like two and three movies a week, you don't really even get snacks. You just go to the movies, just you know, hop in a movie and go. Yeah, you just put a whole most burrito in there. <laughs> Basically, like it, don't, on your lunch break, you can go. You walking with the bag, <laughs> like sir, shut up. You know I'm here. Third time this week, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Brad? <laughs> How, how are the kids though? Yeah, they're doing hey, better. Is, uh, is, is, is Sasha working today? <laughs> no, oh, she's off. Oh, God damn it! Yeah, she went back to Russia. Oh, fuck. Again. I don't know. I just want to be a part of the story. <laughs> <laughs> so, were you guys fans of Animaniacs? Fuck or yeah. Was? Yeah, I didn't find out till years later, which it makes all the sense in the world now. But I didn't find out till like as till I was an adult that it was executive produced by Steven Spielberg. Oh yeah, which made sense. Like, oh, that's why he's always in it. Yeah, he's always in it. I was like, oh, this is such a weird joke. Steven Spielberg did a lot. He did um, Piggy in the Rain, which is an offshoot of Animaniacs. Mm -hmm. Freakazoid. um, Love Freakazoid. I think and I was one one other one, <laughs> the tiny tiny tune adventures as yeah, well. Tiny, tiny, yeah, so I was wondering like, this, is this one of those things like Warner Brothers just gave? Oh yeah, Steve Spielberg yeah. like, hey, like didn't he also do like the bat like Batman the whole Batman um series as well? I don't because because Warner Brothers Warner Brothers was on one. Yeah, I don't the, know. If he, missed Warner Brothers. I don't know if like he that. did it. I think he I think he's one of the producers of it. I I want to say. Fact check me on that. But I was thinking maybe that's one of those things like, hey, I want to do a cartoon. Warner Brothers like, all right, you got another E.T.? Another Jaws? Sure. <laughs> want to do Jaws 3? We'll give you a couple seasons of Animaniacs. Fine. <laughs> Whatever. But yeah, Animaniacs is, weirdly enough, coming back to Hulu. It's already been approved for two seasons. Like a new? Like, no, yeah, new. They're going to create? No, like it's the they, got, they already got the all the original voice actors are coming back. Okay. Um. Yeah, and it's like a brand. They're not bringing the, tra- the, old like the trailers show. already out. I can't. I don't know if it's out yeah. now, but the trailers are already out, so you can see what it looked like. I'm gonna. Yeah, and it's like it's like the same concept. Animaniacs. It's the show. Animaniacs just updated. Like they're gonna have more meta jokes and stuff like that. Oh my gosh, I'm so ready. He's involved still. Yeah, Steven Spielberg. Everybody wow. the whole team back. Okay. And then. It's, yeah, and they got a proof for two seasons. Wow. And then off the back of that, Tiny Toon Adventures and Pinky in the Brain also coming to Hulu. But Tiny Toon Adventures, which is in that same group of shows, that's also got proved to come back for two seasons. You know what? That kind of um, adds up. Animation's that, but that's easier on, than Yeah, but that's, on H, but that's on HBO Max, which makes sense because HBO, HBO Max is a Warner property. Mm. Like, and it, so it's like, huh, eventually are all and are Tiny Toon Adventures, they're actually going to, you know how before the concept was they were like in school like an elementary school, middle school, and they were like in his class to be become the newest team, the new tunes. Like they had a class taught about Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck and Porky the Pig. What yeah. are you talking about? Tiny Toon Adventures. I don't remember. I don't know. That's yeah, that's cool. the whole basis of the show. They were in school to learn how to be the next. Oh, Looney like Tunes. There was a I Buster do remember Bunny. The, the Looney Tunes being babies. Is that the cartoon you're talking about? No. no. Fuck, I don't know. Tiny, it was it was basically they took the same concept of uh, all the the typical Looney Tunes characters, but a smaller version of them. They made mm. it a slice of life anime. Yeah, <laughs> essentially. Hmm. But yeah, oh, but instead of them being still in school, now they're at Tiny Toon University, and it's going now they're oh. in college. <laughs> so yeah, so and, they're going to start experimenting with drugs. Yeah, right. that's what it sounds like. It's going to be on. It's going to be on HBO Max. 
It's rated R. It's just, yeah, yeah, no, but it's also supposed to. Uh, it's also supposed to gonna appear on Cartoon Network, where they don't know if it's gonna be like a weekly thing. Like it's gonna appear on Cartoon Network on Friday, HBO Max on Saturday, or it's gonna come out weekly in Cartoon Network. But you get the whole season on HBO Max, hmm. or is everything gonna appear on Cartoon Network first and then you get it all on HBO Max? They haven't really figured that part out yet. But it's weird because again, all these are owned by Warner. But two of them are on Hulu and one's on HBO Max. So you like to think eventually those Animaniacs and Pinky and the Brain are eventually going to come over to HBO Max? I was going to say, is this about to be like a, the superhero stuff and like universes are going to start crossing over or something? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Every, everything Inevitable. for the next 10 years is trying to set up their own universe. Cross, yeah. Or try and stitch them together wherever they can. Yeah. Because it sounds like a setup, having two in one place and one somewhere yeah. else. <laughs> I would say in the next 15 years, we're going to get the Marvel Star Wars crossover. Uh, It'll probably be sooner than that, honestly. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to picture that. I mean, you know, they're rebooting Power Rangers again. Is that is the new one on Netflix? I I saw that there was a new season of Power Rangers, but I don't know if it was it was like 2020 Power Rangers, but I wasn't sure if it was through. Yeah, Netflix. so that show is the last of the Power Rangers as we know it. Between you know Saban and then it was owned by Disney for a little now while. They're gonna start experimenting yeah, but, with drugs. Yeah, but now Power <laughs> Rangers is owned by Hasbro, and Hasbro says, "Yeah, we're we're gonna restart and we're gonna reboot the movie. You know the movie they just came out with like three years ago." Yeah, yeah, so we're yeah. going to do a new origin movie. And then they say, you know what? Fuck it. We're going to do have movies, TV shows, comics, toys, all new. All It's like a new origin story all over, and it's all interconnected. One big, giant Power Rangers universe. Yeah, I hear those Power Rangers comics are fire yeah. right now. I always love Power Rangers a lot. They just need to make it darker. Fuck the toys. So that's the thing. Make them fuck. So that's uh, Okay. <laughs> get this guy a job at Netflix <laughs> right now. Somebody get Netflix real, on the fucking real. Phone. Like, just like fuck. You know what I'm saying? Power Rangers is one of those entities. He's hitting every really target audience. To see them just go, Cross just go darker. A little bit, just, a little bit. Do you remember those ones that were on YouTube? It was like a, uh, it was like a movie trailer almost. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Make them dark. I think it's the called Black, Power Grid or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, like the Black Ranger was like an adrenaline junkie. Yeah, no, I remember they had to have two versions of it because it was the one that was on Vivo that was a full rated R version. Yeah. And then they had the one on, on YouTube, which is like the more toned down one. I definitely could see myself craving darker versions of Power Rangers after the movie with Ooze, even though it was like pretty cheesy in the sense of the script like i loved all those puns dang i love some cheese and corn but i would love to have seen like a dark version of that because he gave me those vibes and the way that they like did those villains like actually physically you know instead of like cgi mm. or shit even was, the costumes look great it was great like i love yeah. looking at it and i would love to they see finally had a budget actually <laughs> scare me yeah you know it's funny you say that because i noticed that one of my vhs tapes had commercials of power rangers and it was like behind the scenes, like an extra thing. And so like they were doing interviews with the cast or whatever. And she was like, the suits look so much better. Like we're really powerful. And like da da da. And like all this stuff. And I was like, oh, it sounds like y'all got a lot of money when y'all did this one or something. Like, yeah, we, good for them. You know, Power Rangers, you just use all their stock footage from Japan. Super Sentai. <laughs> yeah. They just I, yeah. All the, all the fight, Sentai all the fight scenes, all the, all the fights. Yeah. All that's just stock footage they already had. Literally all Power Rangers did. It's like, all right, they shoot. 
Let's uh, make shoot some, the high school scenes. Yeah, shoot the high school scenes. Shoot a couple action scenes, and we just cut in the Japanese stock footage. And that's how we crank out episodes. <laughs> and it made him. It made him a. It made him a billionaire. I was gonna say like that was smart for them at least. Yeah, and like the splits they were getting into that was crazy. They're just playing like a flat rate for all that footage. So, oh like, man, I remember. I think it was it was a documentary that I saw. I think um, Stan Lee wanted to do it first. Power Rangers. Yes. <laughs> oh, that would have been awesome. Stan like Stan Lee. Stan Lee went to Japan and saw that shit, and it was like, yo. Oh, this super sensation. I need this. <laughs> Yeah, baby. Yeah, he, he he like he wanted the Power Rangers and basically do the same thing, but they didn't they didn't let him. But then Saban came and they let him do it. For I can't I can't remember the exact reason, but Stan Lee will really was way ahead of his time. Like, can you imagine if like come on Spider-Man. Power Rangers came? Let's say Power Rangers came out. When was it? Because like super like Super Sentai. Because I, I watched I actually watched some of the Japanese um, versions of the entire show, which mm-hmm. are absolutely amazing. Um, let's say if it came out. Yeah, it's still coming out. Shit. Let's say Power Rangers came out, what, early, early 90s, 91? Let's say Power Rangers came out in like 85. That's what stands, stand, like five years, five years before like Power Rangers came out and like the way we know them, Stan Lee had the idea, had the idea to do that before. Yeah, I want to say Power Rangers came out either 90 or 92. Power Rangers like the same age as us. What do you know about? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's one of those shows I've been watching since, like, I feel like day one, it was like, there's Barney and there's Power Rangers. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and we know Barney's getting rebooted in the dark. Shut <laughs> the, the dark. fuck up. No, Barney really is getting... <laughs> I no, wish Bar- I was joking, no, Barney no. really is getting rebooted. Dark reboot. The dark, wait, wait, dark, wait, wait, wait. dark green Barney reboot. Like, dark as in... They fuck. Clean up, clean up. No, one of the everybody <laughs> clean up. No, no, one of the guys from Get Out is doing it. Daniel and essentially, Kaluuya? he's like, you know, uh, who? Wait, which guy from Get Out? I'm not Daniel, sure. Kal- the, the yeah. Yeah. name, yeah, the, the guy. yeah, the main guy. Oh, the main guy. Okay, okay. Yeah, so I think he. Well, he, I was just waiting to hear. Like, give me the keys, Rose. No, he came out and said, <laughs> "What's the main message of Barney's? Like, you know." I love you, you love me, but what happens when you don't love me back? He said that was the premise. <laughs> and yeah, he went to the studio and they said, all right, you might be on something oh there. Oh my God, that would be... Can you imagine just like an absolutely jacked Ripped Barney. CGI Barney? No, no, no. Looking they at would, you in your soul? They wouldn't even make it CGI. They would get like fucking Guillermo del Toro to come uh, in and just like fucking make a whole... I wish they wouldn't. He hurts my soul so much with the things that he creates. I'll never forget Pam's I don't, like I don't think anybody wants to see a Barney with a dick print. But they will. <laughs> Barney's going to pull up in gray sweats and a gold oh chain. Barney and ask to run them pockets. What are you going to do when Barney comes for you? Oh, my God. Like it's just, it sounds like it's a joke. But it sounds. But who, who knows what they're going to do? But it could go anyway, and I want to know. I want to know. I want to see it. So this is actually legit. I thought it was a fucking meme. That's no, crazy. That's, that's a real thing. <laughs> oh, Barney. Well, honestly, with this cursed timeline that we're in, <laughs> anything, oh anything is possible. It really, really is. That's Shannon, I hope fun. you're drinking warm liquid. It's definitely <laughs> cool. Because, you know, COVID starts in the throat. Mm. And if you drink a warm liquid, it's going to wash it down mm. and from your throat down into your stomach. And the stomach acid is going to kill it. Going to kill it. That's all you got to do. That's how you, get, that's how you get rid of COVID. God, <laughs> God damn it, T.I. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's, that's an excerpt from um, the book of T.I. Did he really say that? Yeah, Expeditiously. 
I hate him so much. <laughs> not not because he said that, but just like that adds to it. Just like, in general. Yeah. Yeah. He just I don't get it. Yeah. I don't get it. Kind of the same thing with Barney. Have y'all seen the trailer for Unicorn Warriors Internal? No. I, no. I don't see how that's the same theme as Barney, but I did see the Purple promo. Dinosaur <laughs> Unicorn. I did see the promo image. That's stretch. <laughs> Right. Tomato, 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 tomato up in You're this reaching. Bitch, okay? Good thing you have long arms. But uh, <laughs> it's another Gindi Tartakovsky. Yeah. yeah, I'm not going to learn how to say it because, you I know. I like Primal that he I'm did. black. Yeah, the creator of Dexter, Primal, Primer, Samurai Jack, that shit was good. Dexter's Symbi- Lab. Symbiotic Titan. Symbiotic Titan, yeah. Which I hope gets rebooted. A darker reboot. Just like it the, was dark enough. That's how I say dark enough. Yeah, but no, like, you know, the same way he came back with that last season of Samurai Jack when it was just like, Jack's fucking depressed. Jack might kill himself. Jack is catching bodies. There's blood. <laughs> There's blood. Yeah. Like, that shit. Like, I, feel like, I, I mean, Symbi- Symbionic Titan took it to the reach, the farthest it could it, go. It took it to Fo- the farthest it could go, but... Now that it could be rebooted, now we can get it even darker. Not even rebooted, just like finished on HBO Max. I would like to see where that. That would be kind of nice. Actually, I think it is on HBO Max now. Of course, I think I think, and that's the thing. Like you know, HBO Max could do. Um, DC, you guys remember the streaming service DC Universe? You mean HBO Max? Yeah, it's now just HBO Max now. Which, I mean, I guess they really did. I guess AT&T really come up with the idea of HBO Max late in the game. Yeah, they literally, DC just launched DC Universe, and then like a couple months later, they announced HBO Max. Yeah. And that's like, what? But I, they, they did say they're going to retransition that into like, well, not even retransition, but like more so focusing on like reading comics online. Yeah, but that's Which what, is more up my alley. You know, but that's what DC Universe was. They, not only did they have all these shows and stuff, but you also had the access to all the DC comics. Like you can go on right. and you Sometimes, can read them on your laptop, on your phone, on your TV if you want it, and just read comics like hey, that. Not everything is for everybody, you know. They had some good ideas. Not they said, "Oh, yeah, we're going to throw shows in here too." But so I don't know that that service is still going to be active. But they just moved all the the rest of the shows that wasn't already on HBO Max, like the Harley Quinn show. That I thought was gonna be so bad. That's a really great show. You thought it was you gonna, thought be it was gonna be bad? I didn't. <laughs> bro, I all the clips I saw bro, was like, tra- like from the trailer, great. I knew okay, this is gonna be it's pretty nice. I, I, I wasn't sold, and then I watched the first season. I was like, oh man, this is great. Yeah, yeah. So my yeah, list of many that's, things to that's watch. been on HBO Max. That and um, Doom Doom Patrol. Those two shows they've already put on there, trying to get more hype for them. And they finally they put Titans on there. They just put all three seasons of Young Justice. Uh, the fourth season of Rick and Morty is finally on HBO Max. For anyone who hasn't seen the fourth season of Rick and Morty, like me, like me, I saw it all. But it was I saw it all when it came out. Um, you know, on Adult Swim or whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man. Like me, I was telling Dre this the other day. Like for me, I think HBO Max is the is the best streaming service. Like. For your money, granted, it's like fifteen dollars a month, but for the movie selection, you uh the Crunchyroll, right? Especially like if you don't have HBO and haven't had it, I would say HBO Max should be up on your priority list because like, you can watch all those old HBO like classic yes. shows. Mm. They constantly get new movies. They have an anime selection. Uh, it's curated, curated by Crunchyroll. By Crunchyroll. They have all. I didn't the, even know that. Yeah, they have yeah. all the DC. They have all the Studio Ghibli films. Ooh. Like, Aww. so it really could rival Netflix. 
if they can get if they can get people to get away from like their comfort zone because like Netflix is, it's just been Netflix that's mm-hmm. yeah. that's kind of yeah. like what you get and you've been had it so are you willing to stop paying for Netflix because like Netflix is getting Netflix will get up to depending on the package that you get it's going to get up to the standard package of like eighteen to twenty. Yeah. I could foresee that in like two years being twenty bucks for Netflix. Yeah, but HBO Max has been HBO itself has been a steady fifteen dollars. But Netflix it, Netflix's it's, quality it's, it's hasn't changed though. Yeah. It's and, been it's pretty much been the same since. Like some of the stuff see, is like but worth it. I don't I don't I, I don't know. I feel like Netflix is putting out the same amount of like you said, if it, it might be the same level of quality, but they're putting out more and more content. So it may be the same quality, but you're getting way more. Like you're getting tons of like content I think, all the time. I think was actually, and they keep looking for like new uh, like audiences and shit. Yeah, like I they think, see animes working. Yeah, so. I think what's helping Netflix a lot is the the rise in people owning and having VPNs. Like it's promoted, it's uh, promoted so much. Hey, yeah, get a VPN and you can watch stuff that's only in Japan. You can watch stuff that's only over here in India or only over there in England. Like, yeah, get a VPN and you can unlock all the other stuff Netflix has. You know, I think that's something oh, a yeah. lot. You really tapping into the big library. Like Fresh Prince of Bel Air is on Netflix, just not in America. Like you have to, so you have to have a VPN to get watched if you want to if you just wanted to watch Fresh Prince of Bel Air, which I think is also on HBO Max if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> but um, you sure this isn't an ad for HBO Max? <laughs> we just letting the people know what they should be choosing. If hey, you man, it was a, the hey, it was yeah, Disney, you know, it was Disney you Plus the first fifty episodes. Watching, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, it's Disney Plus the first fifty episodes. It's HBO Max for the next fifty. <laughs> <laughs> But um, yeah, I, I just for me personally, I think HBO Max is it's been my go-to streaming service. Like between, uh, I just finished watching Lovecraft Country, um, same The Wire, just uh, Insecure. All so quit playing the, games, uh, quit playing games, and go watch Euphoria. Oh, I see. I watched Euphoria when it came out. Oh yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't know. I didn't know. Uh, I didn't mm-hmm. know my men had taste. Yeah, but, and I think <laughs> what you didn't know <laughs> that taste, that specific taste, because no. I'm so used to certain men around me being like, "And eh, that doesn't look like my cup of tea." No, it's too cool. No, no, and it, I'm like, no, it wasn't my cup of tea, <sighs> but I enjoyed the show for what it was. Yeah, I but, think it was. So yeah, good. I think HBO hits at just a higher clip it for does. me personally than Netflix, mm-hmm. and Netflix is just so expansive that I'm just never really sure. Like when I get on for there, what? it's like. Uh, if it's not a show I'm already into, then it's, it's real hard for me to like, okay, why am I going to take the risk to watch this? Like, I'm seeing you watch uh, was Blood of Zeus. Oh, yeah, Blood of Zeus. Yeah, Blood of Zeus was cool. You know, it was more of that same Castlevania style of show, but instead of being about, like, an old game series, it was about the gods. Yeah. I, I, I finished it yesterday. Blood of Zeus? Yeah. Okay, so the main character's name is just how black dads say heroin. <laughs> Heron. Heron. <laughs> You're annoying. It, I, yeah, Yo, deadass. I couldn't unhe- I could not unhear that uh, shit for the rest of the series. I gotta so, re- I gotta rewatch it. I wasn't really. I re- I really was just not into it like that. Like I kept watching it, but I was just like, I don't. I'm, I, it don't hit that. It, oh, it, no, no, hit no, like it, that it wasn't hitting like Castlevania, yeah. but like it, it was doesn't cool. look as good as Castlevania to me. Oh no, 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 it doesn't either. But <laughs> and that's the thing. Like it has some good scenes. 
Yeah. yeah. That, I mean, that last episode was pretty tight, though. Yeah, that last episode was fucking fire. When he pulled up with a, with Apollo's bow and just started... Thum, 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 thum. Yeah. I was like, yeah, 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 this is it right here. This is it. But it was, it was like from his moment to moment, like, shit. Because I kind of enjoyed it in the background. And then I'll look up when, you know... And somebody dies. Yeah, like some shit's popping off or like Zeus is being like, ain't shit. That shit was great. <laughs> I'm like, damn, Zeus, keep your dick in your pants, bro. Yeah. You literally he made can. these humans and he you're can. up here just fucking them he left can. and right. Oh, my God. He's the guy on Rick and Morty that uh, the mom left in the place. Basically. The episode when she realized that Rick had created a whole world for her. To oh, yeah. I know, I know, I know what episode The guy, her friend that got left in there. Mm-hmm. Oh. And he was fucking everything and then eating it. He was fuck. You didn't see that episode. Oh, probably. Not. He was fu- the guy in her little world, her dimension that he created that was like super kid proof. Like he could just throw her in there and let her do whatever she wants. She had a friend in there accidentally. Was it accidentally? She purposefully threw him into a sticky like. I remember or, that. And the guy, and he basically, in order to survive, fucked the creatures that Rick had there, the cuddly little creatures, and created his own version of a creature and would eat them and then also fuck them. So it sounds like Zeus. Yeah, I I just remember this one, uh, it was a Greek tale, when Zeus came down as a swan, and this woman thought the swan was just so beautiful that she brought the swan into her home, and then he turned into Zeus, then he fucked her, then he dipped. Damn, girl. And then she nasty. had to deal with the, with the wrath of of a Hera. His bitch. Yep. For the rest of her life. Like, I'm yeah. sorry. I didn't know your man. Like I would the be first, so mad. The first half of that show is her taking out her problems on Zeus with everybody else. And then the second half is her taking it out on everybody else and Zeus. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, bro, mind you, this is your fucking sister. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yuck! Right, hey, that Greek the Greeks, shit. The Greeks are weird. They're yeah. on some other shit over there. Pies, pies, God's all pies. But yeah, I know a lot of people actually really like that show, so it's it's been popular. And then Netflix um just kind of came out with some of the shows that they're launching, and by shows I mean anime. So we're yeah, they announced that partnership with all these studios. Yeah, we're about to get that black anime with um. The creator from Cannon Busters and Lakeith Stanfield is voicing the main character. Oh, that's oh right. uh, Yoshi, uh, Yoshizune. That. Yeah, 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 Yakuzune, I think. So no, it's fucking. I think it's Yoshizune. Yeah, Yoshizune, yeah. The black samurai. The first black samurai. That shit's gonna be epic. It's gonna be mechs. Like, <laughs> what? It? Right. Yeah, they also, uh, Studio Mappa. Which is doing Jujutsu Kaisen, uh, Mirror. Yeah, Mappa's like, like running the game right now. Yeah, and like two other studios they announced partnerships with. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're getting way of the house husband. That's just been like really popular. So, yeah, it was like it's the premise is like moves. Uh, a Tokyo gangster, like the top gangster. He's like, yeah, get settled down. Now he's just a house husband. Like, there's a scene of him pulling out a knife and like. <laughs> It's like a white substance, and he's like stabbing it. Oh yeah, this is that good shit, and it's like salt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Salt. So I thought, like, damn, Netflix made a big, made, made a power play right there, announcing these this partnership right. with all these uh, studios and shit. I'm like, okay, okay. And Sony just plays the big Joker. 
they they and they're about to buy car. Crunchyroll for like nine hundred and fifty-seven million, almost a billion dollars. So what is what is Sony? Does Sony own a streaming service, or is it like they own Funimation? Oh, so Funimation and Crunchyroll can be within the same thing. If they finally partner together, like the so, anime so game, which they are, Sony yeah. could just like own anime. And it's it's yeah. crazy because Funimation already had a partnership with Crunchyroll. Then they broke that partnership off with Crunchyroll to have a partnership with Hulu through Disney, whatever, right? And then Sony bought Funimation. And then Sony, and then if it go, I think Sony's the only person who's like even bidding on Crunchyroll. So that was a foregone. It's really comes down to like, will America allow it? Mm. Like, will they like block it from a monopoly or whatever? A monopoly on anime? <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> on a Japanese well, creation. Well, I mean, so this is isn't technically Sony a, a Japanese? Yeah, company. <sighs> there is Sony America, but Sony is technically yeah Japanese. Yeah. So fuck America then. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Yeah, but Funimation and Crunchyroll are both in the same place. And then from all the articles I read, they kept mentioning AT&T and HBO Max for whatever reason. And I was just like, I know Crunchyroll had a partnership. They're, like I said earlier, they're curating anime for HBO Max. So like, damn. So basically get... they're Crunchyroll originals and like their most popular anime. Yeah, it's all on HBO Max. So I'm like, damn, are we going to get the Funimation, Crunchyroll, all that all going to be rolled into just an anime tab on HBO Max now? Like, or, That would be nice, and especially if they can get some more money to fund more projects and have more money for like better animation and shit and paying their workers better. That would yeah, because be Funimation has like a million subscribers, paid subscribers, and Crunchyroll has 3 million paid subscribers. But Crunchyroll has 70 million f- free subscribers. That people mm-hmm. just get on there and just watch the ads and shit. Mm-hmm. So, like, this is a really big, this is a really big, like, this is crazy. <laughs> a shit ton of them are AT&T ads also. <laughs> Can't confirm. Yeah, so I, that's the thing. Like, is AT&T and Sony, or like, they have to be in bed together. They got right? <laughs> and eventually they got all owned by Disney. Eventually. Oh, God, no. No. I no, hope Josh. not. You don't say those words. I want to thank Funimation Please. for making Shin Chan. That's what I want to do. I just can't get enough. It was on Hulu for a minute. Why do they take things away from me that I love? To put them somewhere else. Yeah. Right. If something leaves, it's going somewhere else. And it it's just in a rotation. Booty. Yeah, well, as long as it doesn't go to Amazon. Yeah. Because have y'all heard about Amazon saying, like, if you buy something, like, on Amazon Prime, Amazon Prime Video, if you buy a movie on there, Amazon's arguing, yeah, you don't actually own that. We do. Stupid. You're just off. renting that's, that's, it. That's what I'm saying. You're like, just long. It. You're just long term renting it. From Straight us. up, but any DVDs, Blu-rays that you can get, just buy it. Buy physical copies of buy physical copies of shit. Yeah, I just never. Go, just go ahead. Collect. I'm, I'm starting. Like I'm starting. I'm starting a collection of whatever I like that I can buy physically when I'm out thrifting or you know going to different record shops. Like anything that I can get physically, yeah. go ahead and get. It. Yeah. Before yeah. there's a time where it's like, okay, it's uh, it's not really, an, yeah. Before, it's, before it's not it. even like an option for yeah. you to yeah. own anything. Yeah, or just be like edited. Even when it comes to music, um, the Life of Pablo. Remember, Kanye constantly changed that album. Like how that how Life yeah, of Pablo sounds notes. now is completely different than how it sounded when it first came out. Really? Yeah, because he's he's went in there, he updated it, he did different mixes. I was wondering, I was wondering, because I was listening to it recently, and I was like, why isn't this hitting me like it did? When I used to listen to it when I would work out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's. I mean, it, it, it's, it's, a, it's a future. It's a futuristic concept, but at the same time, yeah, he, I don't. I don't want that. Yeah, yeah I think Kanye kind of even, but that is the first evolving album. 
like every year you might come in and get a different mix on the song or a different disc on the song, a different data on the song. Like he's like, I'm going to con. Granted, it all could have been Kanye West horrible with deadlines. He had to put the shit out and he put it out un- unfinished. And what it is now is his finished version. Like, yo, this is what I finally want to do with the song. I didn't have enough time to do it. And I can do that now because streaming. But, like, if you if you went out and physically bought The Life of Pablo when it first came out, you would be hearing a different album Damn if it. you was streaming right now. So they can still do the same thing with movies. Like, oh, we don't like, oh, y'all didn't like the scene? We're just going to edit it Take now. Take it out. Yeah. yeah or oh, like, Sonic's ugly as fuck? Switch his whole face. Yeah, yeah, I really don't know how they did that. That still confuses me. It's, it's his whole body. That's what I'm saying. It confuses <laughs> me. Like, I don't understand how we literally said no and they said, oh, okay. Yeah, they put that, <laughs> they put that movie on the show for a while and yeah, then, like, I changed it. I think it took them, like, six crazy. months to a year just, so to, fast. just to edit it all up together. Crazy. Yeah, it's like that, that. That concept is cool in theory, but mm-hmm. in practice, I don't think it's a good idea. Because you, let's say you did that with all art. Let's it scares you, me. That's let's, not let's, say, let's say let's say let's say you you take you know take a Matisse and it's like okay, this isn't actually done. This is what I actually said. This is like it's almost like an evolving an evolving statement. But at the same time, it's you know art is. I feel like art is supposed to be a statement within within a specific period of time. Mm-hmm. And when it's always when it's always evolving, then what is it? What is it that's being said exactly? If it's it, then all eventually it, it becomes you're not really saying anything. If it's always evolving, updating. If it's like, always updated, you're not really making you're not really making a statement. Yeah. yeah. So it changes. You're the, giving it yourself changes. the opportunity to go back on your own thing, which is like cool, like in life, but not with art. No, yeah, not not with art. It's kind of like make, it's like make your statement. You can go like you put out but one is, album. Isn't that's a art statement. like intention though? Like, what if that's their intention to have something that's like ever changing? If it's that, it, if it's a piece that's supposed to, to be it, that, that, that's then yeah. Different. Yeah. But I feel like that's a slippery slope, though. It yeah, it's, it's a slippery slope. Like mm-hmm. I feel like it's one of those things that can't really become practice with everything. Yeah. Within oh, Kanye, yeah, within Kanye's album, maybe. You know, yeah. Remember we were talking about earlier, like hearing uh, people reference something very of the of the times makes the song feel dated when you hear it years later. Well, imagine if artists just went back and just updated. Oh, I talked about the iPhone three on this one song. Now I'm gonna change it to the iPhone nine. All right. It sounds current yeah, now. I, I think it just cha- just changes the rule. It really just just changes the rules and concepts and questions. What exactly is art at yeah. that, that that point in time? But mm-hmm. even more so for me is like, if we aren't owning the music, which granted it's always the deal with streaming because you're just streaming it, you're just renting it for those short period of time. You're listening to the song or whatever. But even if I buy a, a album on my iTunes, let's say let's keep stay with Kanye West. Kanye West is a fucking idiot, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say. <laughs> He gets in and everyone's like, oh, man, we really canceled Kanye West, right? If that's the thing that people could actually do. It was like, we really canceled Kanye West. And they say, okay, oh, we're canceling Kanye West? We're taking all of his music off of all streaming services. Right. And you just can't listen to a Kanye. Like, if you didn't own none of Kanye West's albums, you just can't listen to Kanye West anymore. Like, that, like that's a thing. That's the power, like, that could happen. Like, oh, we don't like what this person is. Oh, it might be a contract dispute or something. Like, oh, we don't like Wesley Snipes. Western Science avoided taxes? <laughs> Dead. We're taking all Western Science movies off of Netflix. So all these movies off of here, all these movies off of there, and you just can't see them. Even if you went out and you spent your own money to buy it to you have it in your own personal library, so you have it forever, they can just reach in. Nope. That's gone now. Yeah, yeah it was almost like, it makes, it makes you think of like, um, 
I guess like how censorship works in China, and they if there's like a country to be like, okay, we don't like this artist because they stand, they said something against the government, you can no longer see anything with this artist any longer. Mm-hmm. I did not know. It could be it could be like you can know their movies, they're gone. So it's like they're now now that person may not be able to get work because let's say your place let's say an actor said something, all of their movies are pulled, that's from that studio, those all those other actors. So now that actor probably would never get work again because they You're don't want to it up for everybody. Yeah, because mm-hmm. they could be a part of another movie or a TV show that could get pulled that'll fuck every, you know, fuck everything yeah. else up for no, everybody for else. Google and YouTube to go to China, they had to remake their entire system just for China. Like when you go to China, there's a YouTube China, there's a YouTube Google. If you were to go to, if someone was to drop you off, and you try to pull up YouTube on your phone, it just wouldn't work because yeah. it, it doesn't work in China that way. The only government-approved things you can view on YouTube or you can search up on Google. So things interesting. Like that. That and that can that, that can and that can happen to. That could really just happen anywhere if a government said that this is what we're doing now. I was gonna say like it's interesting though that they are the ones that are like that, but at the same time they're the ones who created TikTok. And I feel like, at least as a user of TikTok, so I could be biased or brainwashed, but I was sure the only reason, or not the only reason, but the main reason that they were trying to ban it here is because of how... Uh, it collects your data? No, I feel like that's what they were saying, but I feel like the reality of it was that on TikTok, the content is happening so quickly because it's so short, and it's and things get so big so quickly that a lot of information is being uh, shared that they don't want people sharing with each other. Yeah. Like, like a lot of a lot of really important information, like uh, whether from something like educational, I guess, like you know, to how the fucking actual education system works, or you know, from that to like learning like actual ways like actual gardening tips from people like there's older people on there too like there's a lot of like really good information on there and yeah but china they also had the ability to block certain things like when black lives matter when everyone was doing marches and protests anything right. that was tied with black lives matter was getting blocked true like, you couldn't even search it that's true up too. Online. so people was uploading it it was failing to upload yeah like they can just go in and they can go in with the powers like, no yeah, you can post. You can post it. No one's gonna see it. No I was gonna, gonna say, view. like, I feel like at least with TikTok, it's like it can still happen, and it's like even when they're pulling it, they still can't pull it as quickly as it can go viral. And I feel like that's why our government was like, all right, there, there's too much tea being spilled. Like all the stuff that I learned about, like whatever did happen to the people that were protesting in Washington, that like there that there was like that whole like, I don't know how many hours it was, but people were outside the building and Trump. They've turned the lights off or whatever for the first time and like... Oh, yeah, when he was hiding in the shelter? Yeah, like, mm-hmm. I've never heard anything about that anywhere else besides on TikTok. And people even now, I'll see a little trickle every now and then that's like, we still don't know where those protesters are. Like, we still haven't heard anything. Like, those people who were there, their accounts are gone. They're, this is this. And I'm like, what the fuck is... But that's why I think... So I think it's so interesting that a country as strict as China are the ones that created this app that works like this. I mean, not every not everything within China falls in line with the government because there's yeah. you know, there's there's the the entity of the the country, the entity of the government of the country, and then there's the entity of the people. Okay, and that the businesses. Sense. And the but thing yeah. about TikTok, that's just making fucking money. True, yeah. they can't deny important. that. Yeah, and the reason all these other countries are willing to bend and like you can get your own version of YouTube or Google because China has a fifth of the world's population. Like yeah. you're, 
you're losing out on money by not bending. Oh, you want to make money over here in China? We'll let you, but you have to follow our strict guidelines. That's why the NBA got in trouble. Like um, Daryl Morey, former GM of the Houston Rockets, uh, when Hong Kong, the Hong, uh, y'all remember what's going on in Hong Kong? Did you, we got the gist of it? Yeah. So when Hong Kong, they essentially, for those who don't know, they were protesting because Hong Kong. Is that this year? That was last year. Yeah. <laughs> don't consider time. She'll fuck you. It's before. It's before <laughs> the. It? It's before the season started. Yeah. B, is it BC yes, or is it yeah. before COVID? Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. BC. Did you, did you just get that from the COVID show? <laughs> yeah. So for years, Hong Who hired this man. For years, Hong Kong was like basically ruled by England. And uh, if you was living in Hong Kong, like if you wanted to go to China, you wanted to be in Hong Kong because that's the the closest thing you can get to being in the West. There wasn't communism wasn't really all that strict. It was cool. Like be, living in Hong Kong was like living in America hmm. or living in England to a certain extent, right? They, so people, the citizens of Hong Kong, experience a lot more freedoms than the rest of China. Did. Hong Kong is the California of... Sure. Right? right? To a degree. Boom. Eventually, China's like, you know what? We're stopping this right now. <laughs> so that's why you got all the people in Hong Kong who started marching. They started mm-hmm. waving the American flag and singing the Star Spangled Banner. Because it's like, no, we, we had these freedoms, and now you're taking these freedoms away. And treating us like the rest of these citizens. And no, we're not going to do that. They want that Gucci belt. Yeah. So Daryl Moore is like, um, free Hong Kong. That's all he said, free Hong Kong. And it blew up so fast, it pissed off the government of China so much. They said, oh, we're not going to show any of the NBA games anymore. So it's theorized that it cost the NBA $200 million right before a pandemic. And the thing with China was, uh, the Houston Rockets had Yao Ming. So the Houston Rockets literally had, like, they were the biggest franchise in China because they had the greatest Chinese basketball player of all time play for them. And you just fucked all that shit up. <laughs> like, you fucked all the money up for the NBA. And the, to, to this day, China has not shown the NBA game. And basketball is the second is the biggest sport in, this, in, the, uh, in China. Wow. So, yeah. NBA trying to start an NBA China. They're, trying to, they're already in the works of starting NBA Africa. But that's a different story for different days. It's not a sports podcast. But yeah, <laughs> want the money? You gonna bend? You gonna bend? Intersectionality, you know. Yeah. Who put evil? I did. How you feel, evil? Uh, evil is it is a Netflix show that I binge watched over the weekend. Um, it stars Michael Colt and a white woman, and that's essentially the show. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it's basically Michael Cole, um, the star of Luke Cage. Um, he is a. Isn't that all his shows? Anything that isn't Luke Cage, well, that that was him and Jessica Jones, but in Luke Cage. Um, yeah, they they forced it. He, he it didn't work with him, you know. Yeah, they. You absol- can tell it was forced. They absolutely forced the romantic relationship in this show. Like you can tell, I could tell from I could tell you know the the screen cap of the show uh, at the you know at the banner. It's like they're gonna force a relationship with this white woman, and you know it. Baby. I mean, I think he, it was complete. Like it's, it was completely unnecessary. Like there was no, there was no chemistry between them in the, in the show. Yeah, I think the only Zero. reason there was a relationship because that's how it was in the comics. They were together. Yeah, Cage and Jessica Jones. I was just like, oh, well, happened. I mean, in the that, I mean that makes sense because it happened in the comic. But in this show, it's gonna like you, you, you just don't see it for them at all. 
They should have casted better then, right? Is what you're saying? Yeah, the show was cast absolutely terrible because they have this same white woman throughout the series at least five times. Like, they look, all of them, it's like brown, dark, brown, like dark. Like when you're in the hair color section of a store and those, all a thousand boxes are literally each a different white woman with a different shade of hair, but you cannot tell the difference. But imagine they all had the same shade of hair. See, that's awful. It's, they're <laughs> this, it's literally just the same person what is the show about it's basically so michael cole he's a he's a, a catholic priest and then he hired is a what? catholic priest and he hires what? this uh psychologist because they're trying to debunk uh miracles and curses and demonic possession so it's kind of like it's kind of like um fr- it's basically fringe but like re- religious where it's like okay this guy he's a catholic priest he's going going to these different cases and these people are like hey there needs to be an exorcism so he uses um, psychology, he uses this uh, uh, psychologist to prove that, hey, this isn't actually, you know, possession. This is like a psychological disorder. And it's funny because eventually it gets to the point where, where the psychologist, she's just like, y'all need a doctor. Y'all are just, what is wrong with you people? Like, you, you need doctors. Like, I'm, I'm a psychologist. I'm a, you know, therapist, like cognitive ability and shit. Y'all need doctors. Like, what the fuck, why the fuck are you like even calling me for this shit? Mm. Um, but eventually at the end, it gets to the point where, um, there's like, it's, it's one of those shows where it's episodic, where each episode is different and things are going on, but there's one overarching, um, Theme. plot to it. It's a mm-hmm. monster of the week. Yeah. And it was kind oh, of, it was kind of weird. Illness. It was kind of weird because they tried to, for, they tried to force throughout, throughout the entire show. They tried to force, um, this, these like religious symbolism through her and, and they never really, they bring up a lot of questions that they don't really answer, mm. but then they at the end they try to solve everything all at once. Mm. There's a lot of there's a lot of like, oh, hope. that's when they found out they weren't getting a season two. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's really happens. it's really not. It's really I, it's one of those shows. I just binge it over the weekend because once you watch like three episodes, you're hooked. You just want to watch it. It's kind of it's like. Like know. like NCIS or something like that. It's it's like one of those it's like one of those shows. It's not Law and Order. Yeah, it's like it's not great. C- CBS. It's like Bones or Psych mm. or some shit like that. But it was it's not really a great show. But it's one of those shows where if you need to put something on in the background or you just want something to watch just Why to watch being? it. And speak, I think they rebooted Psych on Peacock. Psych reboot. Yeah, like they like they brought it back. No, if you're gonna reboot something, reboot Monk. <laughs> that, you can only assume that that's coming at this point. Yeah, yeah. I watched that. Also, they announced a new season of Dexter. I don't know if yeah. anybody ever watched that. But. Also, strange theory: black women love Tony Shalhoub. Love what? Tony Shalhoub. Who's he? Monk. Oh, huh. really? Yeah. <laughs> black mothers they love Tony Shalhoub because they all watch Monk. Uh, my mom didn't. Yeah, I'm saying. <laughs> show, show, show I don't have a couple any evidence episodes. personally yeah. to support your theory, but I'm sure somebody out there does. My black mom is one of the most. Different. She's the black. She's the oh okay. Is she the the most black mom of black moms? Yes, actually, that's what I was trying to say. So, I feel like she can't even count because she's too far in it. <laughs> so don't even listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> Did I tell y'all I watched? I finally started watching Death Note. Yay! What do you think? I just told my brother to watch that. How are you liking it? I love it. I was like, wow! I've really played myself because it takes a 
I don't think I like a specific type of anime, but there is a specific type of anime that I don't like. And I thought that it was that, but there might, I probably, there isn't a type that I don't like actually. Um, It's so fucking good. Right now I'm at the point where El and Watari are dead. Spoiler alert. That's not how you do a spoiler alert. Sorry, I didn't turn my blinker on fan, the first time. This show's been out for years at this yeah. point. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Oh, Marco, right. if you're listening, uh, I hope you watch <laughs> Death Note. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, and so, like, I just, the last thing I remember is uh, those successors, the young dudes. Yeah. So I'm about to find out about them. Okay, I'm yeah, I'm not going to say anything. Just. <laughs> I love it. I love yeah, it. Yeah, that's good. It hurts my head a little, little bit because of how much thinking Light makes me do with his crazy, crazy ass, but I love it. And luckily, I'm watching it with Brandon. So even when there's a point when I'm just sitting there like, what just happened? Then, ah, uh, that was going to sound rude. I feel like men are better at keeping up with plots when it gets like that. It seems to be that way. Right? Like, I'm not being... St- sexist am i like or i guess i could whatever but i just i just i've always even needed like my brother richard like with certain animes too i'm like what the fuck was that (laughs) like i don't know anything that just happened and he's like and i'm like oh stop looking looking at your phone so you're saying you want somebody to mansplain it to you is Only my saying, animes. Sister? I need y'all to simplify it because the mansplaining brain is simple no. enough to understand it. Whereas no. my overthinking, looking for reasons and motivations and symbols. So what do you I really mean? Got him. <laughs> oh my god, it's all making sense wait, now. Wait, wait, yeah. wait. I don't know if that's specifically like a, a gender-based thing, right? I think or maybe it's, like, it's just like. Like, yeah. Do you watch like a lot, a lot of anime? I was gonna, uh, not really. Like, yeah, I it's think like, it's more so the more anime you watch, you kind of get the idea that okay. they're trying to portray. It's like, oh, okay, I know it. I've seen this enough times that, oh, yeah. oh this is what's going on here. Oh, okay, cool. you, you know the fucking vibes. Yeah, okay. like, oh, Touché. all right, this is probably what's going This Touché. is this is what's happening. Like, the same things are happening that happen in every other anime. Oh, they're, en- they're enemies now, but. Give it a couple episodes. They're going to be friends. That adds up. That makes more sense. Oh, they had to travel back in time? Oh, okay. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, Yeah, because my brothers definitely did watch way more than me. Yeah, so they just know know story beats more so. It's like, okay, cool. They can hit this, this, this. Okay. And this is going to happen. So I have an anime that both of y'all should watch then. The Great Pretender. Oh, Great Pretender. Yes. On Netflix. I thought about watching that. Watch it. And then watch it. You just watch that shit with Mike Coltrane and fucking a white woman. <laughs> you, watch, you, know, you, you watch Great Pretender. You that watch Cowboy Bebop, right? A billion times better. I have I'm I'm want to watch it, but uh I, I I'm overthinking Cowboy Bebop. How are you? I Bro, have to just be, go hit a bowl and sit down and just watch it. I have it's to I feel easy. like I, I feel like in order for me to enjoy it the way I need to enjoy it, I Josh, you're a cowboy. <laughs> I might be. I, uh... You dress like Texas Joe? He got, got damn Texas Jones. I always got him. I am, I am new boot goofing at the time, so... New Bro, boot, it's, nothing, it's nothing but jazz music and... Well, you know everything. I'm sure you've probably, like... I get this. Like, I get, I, it's like did, I get the gist of it. I've seen, I've seen two episodes. And the show is amazing, but it's just like I don't want to waste the show. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to... Like, you know when sometimes you're, you're if you're watching a show... You zone out. You're looking at your phone. You're mm-hmm. like, if I'm not, I need to be in a place where I can just sit 
and watch it without looking at my phone. See, we all just have to put these going. phones these down. These damn phones that I'm on right now. I put I mine down because you... I'm on 1%. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to tell you all this one. This guy recommended me at work, Afro Samurai. It looks so good. Afro oh, Samurai? Yeah. yeah. This is beautiful. I, wanna see. I can't wait. She got uh, some tickle bitties, boy. I, that's, I'm sorry. He is what I was looking at when I said that it looks so cool, not her titties. I just want to clarify. Mm-hmm. But also, <laughs> them titties. <laughs> you no, yeah, the main, the main character is voiced by Samuel Jackson. <laughs> is there only five episodes in one season? Is that it? Yeah, it's yeah, one so season, it's one season movie. two movies. Oh. It's two movies? It's two movies. Okay. It's, it's Afro Samurai and it's Afro Samurai Resurrected. It's like a sequel, but it's not really a sequel because shit ha- happens differently. Wait, 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 you mean a reboot? Like a remake? No, it's Afro Samurai and it's Afro Samurai Resurrection. Which movie did I watch? Because the only reason you can only reason you can't say it's a sequel because people die in the first movie, but they're somehow alive in the second movie. And there's never referenced how one happened and the other one didn't happen. But the second movie takes place after the stuff that happens in the first movie. So yeah. It's two movies in the, in the series. Oh, whatever. Yeah. Anime we can watch movie. it later. Who cares? Yeah, but oh, Josh, watch Cowboy Bebop. It's a space western. I need you. Oh, you hadn't seen Cowboy All right, since, since you're overthinking it, just, just watch Great Pretender. Okay. <laughs> it's a good time. If I, could just, yeah. I, mean, the, I mean, with the other show, I just tossed it on. It's like, oh, you know what? I don't, no, know, what, I don't just... know what to watch. You know, I wasn't the biggest fan of Luke Cage, but Michael Cole, I'll, I'll, I'll watch something with him. Yeah, if you just throw Great Pretender, and the great thing about Great Pretender is like, even with the music, the music sets the score really well. So like, when things are going smoothly within the show, it's like nice, smooth jazz, things moving on. It's like, okay, cool. But when things get more hectic and the action picks up, it starts going more freeform. You can't know, like you don't know what sound you're gonna hear next, the same way you don't know what's the next thing that's gonna happen in the show itself, you know? And then like, it's fucking beautiful. Like oh, the yeah. color palettes they play with, with the oh my fucking God. Huh. I will say, I feel like Cowboy Bebop doesn't take as much mentally as it, any it, other animes it, I've it, seen. It so you're, you don't have to worry about your phone. I mean, I mean, there's a deeper story in Cowboy Bebop, sure, but, but it's, it's really episodic. Like, it's no, you can simple. watch it. You can kind of watch it out of order. Besides, like the last two, three episodes. I think I did. Now that you mention it, like yeah. I don't even think I did see them in order. The only one you would probably well, because the only thing about it is like characters come in at a yeah. point. Mm-hmm. That's that's really will be the only thing to. I mean, it to tells us if you watch order. it from episode one to episode like twenty six, twenty three, whatever. Like it's it's a complete story there. Yeah. You should watch it that way. Yeah. But if you watch. Just random episodes of Cowboy Bebop, you're going to it's get. It's still going to slap. Cause it's just, it's just, it, it sounds great. Yeah. It's beautiful to look at. It's a cool and time. Cool, yeah. 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 Cool it's a, literally it's a space ass western. Bro, I'm saying like anything that Watanabe puts his stamp on is fucking flames. Watanabe the goat. I'm saying like <laughs> even just the shit that spun off from like what he created to like the people that he like kind of raised up and like uh like the shit that he produced like Michiko and Hachin mm-hmm. and um like I was just I was just watching Megalo Box earlier today and I was like yeah this shit is fine. Michiko is that the one with the lady and the little girl? Yeah, yeah. I love Michiko that. And is that on is that streaming it. anywhere? I never finished it. I think it's on Netflix. No, not no, Netflix. No, I think I, I think I saw that on like 1 2 3 cartoon or some shit like that. <laughs> I think it might be on Hulu. Uh-oh. Um I don't know. <laughs> It was Maybe. on there at one point. Maybe. Yeah, if I'm, I'm sure it was on there at one point. I don't know. I haven't seen Michiko on Hacha. I need to find Michiko on Hacha. Fucking Carolyn Tuesday. Oh, yeah. Come on. It's Come just, on. Come on now. I just couldn't finish Michiko on Hacha because I just... The goddamn squirrel propaganda. 
all I remember thinking is I don't know who I want to be more, her fine ass or her smart, cool, rad ass. They were both so interesting to watch together, but I don't remember because I didn't finish it. Yeah, it was a really great show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, in conclusion, check out Great Pretender. <laughs> yeah. Because, and Cowboy you know, it's got those Ocean's Eleven vibes. Basically, you're, you're ripping off, like, rich assholes who deserve it. Oh, so Robin Hood, but better. Probably. Yeah. No, no, they're not necessarily giving back. Uh, <laughs> it's fair. one instance in which they gave back. Okay. It's one I'm not instance. saying they don't do good things, but I'm not saying they don't also do bad things. Mm. Yeah, it's it is centers around uh confidence men. I'm a it, confidence it, man. Yeah, and I was like, huh, huh, is that where <laughs> confidence comes from? Was it original is that just a shortened version of saying a confidence man? The fuck? Oh. Is that a thing? I don't have no ah, idea. I, didn't I have I have no idea. I'm this like, yeah. it's just some weird dub shit. Yeah, like, yeah. We can't say con man because I just that's made what the a subtitle say. I just I'm sorry. I just made a sound and it reminded me. I sounded like one of the creatures from the Dark Crystal. Didn't Netflix cancel that? Oh, I didn't see the new thing. I'm talking about the original because oh. I got it on VHS and I started to play it. For Charlie, finally, because at first I was avoiding it for a while because I was like, I remember being terrified. Yeah, I was about to say, that's, <laughs> that's low-key nightmare fuel. It is, but Charlie <laughs> is a low-key nightmare, so I was like, I think you can handle it. Like, it's chill. Y'all have a lot in common. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they'll, they'll relate. So, and she did. Possibly she pick it. up some new ideas. You know, like, give her a couple extra powers. But, um... And I, I think, yeah, I think, honestly, I avoided this long, honestly, for myself, because I was like, I don't want to be triggered. <laughs> but it was the shit that they were saying. I was like, wait a damn minute. It was deeper than rap. Jim Hansen was on some shit. First of all. Jim Hansen has always been on some shit. I didn't even realize, though. Like, I mean, like, obviously, obviously, but I just feel like in that movie, especially, and especially like the me now looking back and listening to what he's talking about with these fucking creatures and the way that they're controlling a planet and these crystals and da, 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 da. I was like oh, oh yeah I read I read a um, <laughs> I, I read like, I read a book I read a book of uh, like, this Jim, sounds like part of Sailor Moon I read a Sailor book of uh, Jim Jim Henson quotes Jim Henson's really you know he, he's the real deal I want is he still alive oh no <sighs> they killed him they did they must have because I feel like there's a lot of TV free education to children we gotta take him out <laughs> just like the Black Panthers think about it do the math. God damn it. But I halfway paid attention and I started to ignore it after a while because I was like, no, nah, I'm going to watch this again on my own deeply. I just thought about what somebody told me. They said they killed Kobe to distract us from the pandemic starting. And I was like, what? <laughs> it didn't work. <laughs> but also, like, I wouldn't be surprised, too. I feel like. What? <laughs> I was like, what is the purpose of that, though? What 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 is the what is what is there to gain? I don't know. I don't know, but it's the truth. Of Somebody's somewhere bottling up our sadness and drinking it. No, no, I I had the one theory about that I kind of do believe is the last dance because the last dance started like right before like all the tension in America. You know, all the tension in America started right when the last dance ended. What's so, the last dance? What are you talking about? The Michael, Michael Jordan, Jordan documentary. documentary. Like everybody was sitting there watching. Yeah, and that, brought, about that it. brought the world together. Michael yeah. Jordan the. The basketball player. Okay, I was, my brain was like, Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson, okay. Jackson, Jordan. <laughs> I know, I couldn't. Tyson. Game six. I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't, it couldn't do it for a split second, but I didn't, I don't remember a documentary, but okay, so we were all apparently coming in, together in over trance. Michael yeah, Jordan. It wasn't supposed to come out to like 
the summer, like June, July. Oh. But because everyone got was got locked down, ESPN moved it up. Okay. Yeah, in fact, they were still like, we're edi- out of content. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were editing it. They were still editing the documentary as oh, it was so premiering. It's okay. like, oh yeah, we're still editing episodes eight through ten. It's episode six thousand already. Oh, oh man, it's <laughs> it's getting down to crunch time. And you can almost tell because episode ten is very like straightforward. While like the first couple episodes do a lot of jumping back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. So the last episode in it, it's kind of like. Honestly, necessarily, it's like a typical documentary. Whereas, like you can tell, they put on all the stops through the first like eight episodes. Then, as it gets towards the end, it becomes more of a, like a standard as like documentary. If you haven't seen The Last Dance, go watch it and make it like, damn, Michael Jordan is the greatest motherfucker ever. Yeah, it goes from like The Last Dance to that one bad boys doc that I watched like eight years ago. But what was your conspiracy theory with it? Oh yeah, if they they put the last dance out to keep America to hold America together. Oh man, <laughs> shit's going. The shit was already going crazy. <laughs> then they put the last dance out, and I was like, all right, we're everyone's gonna sit home. We're gonna watch the last dance on Sundays, and this is what we're gonna do for the next fucking five weeks. Question mark? Question mark? Question yeah, mark. yeah. And then as soon as the last dance ended, protest. <laughs> and I was like, oh fuck. Shit, they were protesting during last ball. No. No, 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 no. No, all that. I'm thinking about when I watched it, when yeah. they finally put it out on something you could watch it on that wasn't ESPN. You know, it was big because it was an ESPN production, but it was co-produced by Netflix. Huh. So, yeah, it's, it was big. They put it out for the world because <laughs> when it was premiering on ESPN, it was on Netflix everywhere else. Yeah. And now it's on Netflix. They can just go and watch it. Or ESPN Plus. Hmm. Conspiracy theory podcast. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Really with the shit. My conspiracy theory is the Dark Crystal. Jim Henson told us exactly what the fuck is going on up in here. And there might be some answers on how to get the fuck up out of here, too. I'm going to figure it out. Dark reboots. I promise you. (laughs) That's the way out. Dark reboots. Dark reboots. (laughs) Well, anybody got one more thing they want to add? Before we cap it off. That's all, folks. No cap? No cap. No cap. Damn. I feel like I'm always waiting for this moment, and here I am (laughs) thinking about... Nothing to add. Yeah, Josh, have you heard a new 21 Savage album yet? No, I still haven't. What'd you say? It didn't sound like English. Savage Mode 2. Huh? The whole sentence. I asked Josh, have you heard a new 21 Savage album yet? Oh, okay. It's really hard for me to listen to music when there isn't, like, a reason for me to listen to music. It's ever like ever since I stopped. Uh, ever since my commute shortened. I was gonna say ever since you stopped cleaning your house. <laughs> <laughs> ever ever since my ever ever since my commute uh, shortened, the way that I listen to music is completely different. Like I don't have that solid amount because it used to be, you know, you get to work it takes an hour, so you know you build the playlist. I, you know, st- I stop building playlists because I have less time. You know, if if I'm not listening to a playlist, I'll listen to to an album because typically albums are like 45 to an hour, um, an hour long. So the way that I listen to music is is completely changed. Um, so it's it's a, it's a lot different for me to like get to get into an album because like you know even now when I'm working at home, work from home, um, I talk on the phone. Like mm-hmm. I, I'm I take, I'm still taking calls, so I don't have like an I would like if I'm listening to an album, I need an I need the entire time. I need the full album's worth in order for me to even check it out. Okay. So when I get off of work, I'm most likely just wanted to just take a nap, get ready to do something else, or just 
stare at my phone or watch Netflix or do some do something else that I had planned. So it's even even when I'm like um, when I'm drawing, like I don't, I don't really want to listen to new things. I typically would want to listen to. Um, I typically would want to listen to like instrumentals that I already know, so that when I'm drawing, is something to, something to drawn out. So listening to new music is is hard for me. Like I have to want I I have to want to listen to. It's a little bit of work. Yeah, no, yeah, that I, makes I, sense. Yeah, I have to, I have to yeah. force myself to. All the reports saying like music streaming, which you think would be up during the time of COVID, is actually down for everybody. That's everybody. probably because Every, they were, probably because they were streaming knows. on their commute. Now yeah. that there's no longer a commute. That's. Fucking interesting. Yeah, people are just sitting around the house listening to music as much as you think they they would. Yeah, because at that point they might as well like, well, might as well watch something on TV. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, if I'm listening to music at home, I'm listening to vinyl. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is there any like? Albums that y'all excited about besides Man of the Moon 3, Drake? Oh, shit. I forgot that was happening. I, and I looked at the notes. I was like, oh, Man of the Moon 3, right there at the top. <laughs> um, no, that's it. That is literally it. That gave me the serotonin boost I needed that day to get through it. So, Kid Cudi, thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Not even for the album, just for the announcement. That just for the announcement <laughs> alone. Like, album. the trailers that went along with it and... Uh, I didn't even know yeah, about that. Yeah, did you even uh-huh. find a, you see the Drake trailers too? Nope. Okay. Well, essentially Drake, he did the same thing Jay-Z did a while back when for eight for his HP commercial. We went through all the the um album covers. Album covers, yeah. So Jay-Z did that, Drake did the same thing. We eventually had a trailer for his, announcing his new album. We recreated all of his album covers. Wow. All of his it just albums. wasn't as good as Jay Z's. Yeah, it just wasn't as good as Jay Z's. But it, you, you got the idea. He said, "Yeah, uh, Certified Lover Boy, January 2021, right?" And then when Kid Cudi announced Man in the Moon three, he basically had a lot of cuts up, a lot of edits from all of his previous music videos. But Man in the Moon three is all oh, this is like a similar idea. Like we're all working in the same vein, you know. So oh, okay, cool. I am curious about Man in the Moon three. Like, is it gonna be like? Since he's back cool with Kanye, that's what made Man on the Moon. Like, I'll say that's not what made Man on the Moon, but he was made Man on the Moon while he was with good music. Mm-hmm. And once he left, he, never, he hasn't made it back. So is this like his reintroduction? Like, oh, I'm back with Kanye now. Now I can focus well, in on this sound again. Well, him and Kanye the whole Ghost album, too. Yeah, yeah, I'm saying. But I'm, I'm just wondering, like, specifically for like a Kid Cudi project, is he, did he lock in with Kanye to make this project? Mm. Or is this, like, more... Because once he left good music, his... Cuddy's whole sound changed because yeah. he started producing a lot more for himself. Um, I did, I think I read a tweet where Kid Cuddy was like, "I'm not doing mid-tempo songs anymore. I'm cranking this shit up now. I'm hoping Men in the Moon Three is going to be Club Cuddy because that would be so New nice. York City Rage Fest. Uh, that oh, shit yeah, is fire. Kid Cuddy can make some fucking. Jo- he can make I some. He can make know, some joints. Like yeah. Man on the Moon Two. No, no, not even Man on the Moon Two. Um, <laughs> Indicud. Indicud had a Indicud lot of up tempo drums up like playlist lately. Him and like, fucking Michael Bolton? Solo Dolo Part 2 with, <laughs> yeah. with Kendrick? I was like, I forgot this happened. Mm-hmm. He got a, what's, um. I knew every lyric. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I like actually. What's that one song with Pharrell? Mm-hmm. Oh, um, Flight at First Sight? Flight at, man, yes. Kid <laughs> Cudi can make some up tempo drums and it'd be nice. So, yeah, I would I'm like to see him that. collab with Toro. 
That would also or, be very um, nice. Or even fucking Kate Trinata. Kate Trinata, yeah. <laughs> Kate Trinata. Oh my god. All right, you guys stop. Kid Cudi, are we, are we <laughs> gonna finally Kid get Kid Cudi's home? We gotta call him. You can probably beats. get a joint hit boy. Yeah. We okay. may finally get the future and Kid, Kid Cudi collab. Yes. Future and Kid Cudi together humming with the weekend on the hook. Honey. With the weekend on the hook. <laughs> It's his hums that kill me. And he even said it in one of the albums or one of the songs. He was like something along the lines of like, you know, bitches listen. Not bitches, but he said something about like. Kid Cudi can get in his massage in his bag. He no, no. I mean, yeah, he could. But no, it's just he was saying something along the lines of knowing that people listen to him for his hums. And I was like, you better believe it. He's like, hums just make everybody feel good. Yeah. Yeah. It's something everybody can do. It's pure tones. I was even listening to Travis Scott earlier today because like when I when I work my tech job, I just put my phone on and I just play shuffle. And then, um, like days before, no, our rodeo came on. It was one of those songs in like. Travis Scott is just fucking humming. I was like, yeah, this is back when he was in that in his Kid Cudi bag. I was like, yeah, I can see all the influences right here on this song. What yeah. fucking song was that? All right. Yeah, all right. Stop trying to be God. You guys, the Cudi on. Stop trying to be God. Yeah, because, mm-hmm. man, because if, if Kid Cudi and Travis Scott works, then Future and Kid Cudi. Yeah. By proxy, the Scots. will work. The Scott, <laughs> that, that was something yeah. that happened in the pandemic and debuted the on Scots. fucking Fortnite. The Scots. It could happen. So Cuddy's technically, I think he's working on three albums right now. Fuck it. <laughs> so the Scots, uh, like um, Intergalactic or whatever, for the show that he's working on, and he's also Man on the Moon Part podcast. His his TV shows out on HBO Max. Yeah, he's bro. Cuddy's he in his bag. Ah, uh, you love yeah. to see it, man. He's Cuddy, Cuddy working, writing, producing. I do wonder. This happy this tattoo. Yeah, right I, is this gonna be? Uh, is this gonna be a happy Kid Cuddy? I'm ready. I'm so. ready. I'm here for it, bro. I'm like, so ready. I'm so we've ready. seen absolutely Baby depressive suicidal it. Kid Cuddy. You know. It's only right that we get to see him. Yeah, but it's the we mentioned specifically Man in the Moon three is part of the trilogy. So like if you're keeping up with like the story of Man in the Moon and then Man in the Moon two, so like Man in the Moon was like, Yeah, I'm I'm I'm, I'm sad, but you know, I'm I'm fighting. Then Man sad, on the Moon, but I'm fucking having fun. Yeah, but I Man, mean I think Man I, on the Moon I think two Indi- was like, oh, I always felt like Indicut was the spiritual successor of the Man in the Moon series of like I Thought so too, but yeah. then he specifically named his Man of the Moon three. This is the, I'm continuing on with the trilogy. So okay, well maybe not. Maybe this is you know, like I I'm, I personally wonder is this like is the sound of it going to change? You feel me? Like are we going to get like you said a happy Kid Cudi? <laughs> and how would that fit into the series of Cudi's? Yeah, because I've mean, only recently figured out like people don't like Man of the Moon too. Like I met people who said they don't like. That's why I was going to say I was so surprised that y'all but, were yeah, saying yeah, that you like that's stuff. My, I'm not used to that taste. hearing that from people. Like I, that's what I was going to say. This all my friends fuck with Cudi is technically the logo <laughs> for no, but. What is it? Otis Redding Stacks record label is what I have tattooed on my neck, but I got it for my three favorite artists of all times, the ones that touch my soul, which would be Otis Redding, Kid Cudi, and India Irie. And so I feel like I never get to meet Spin. people that feel the way I do about Kid Cudi. Like Kid Cudi's people, my favorite artist. Oh, yeah. We, we, were, yeah like, we were depressed black kids. Right? Those albums still get me through shit. All of <laughs> boy, them. Boy. I, I created a video Except for Speed and Bullet, one of our I, family trips. Uh, I, the whole video I'm sorry, I, I just can't. like 20 minutes long and it's all uh, I think Man on the Moon 2 songs. Either Man on the Moon 2 or Man on the Moon. And yeah. 
That shit stayed yeah, in the whip. It's such a vibe. I, I, I think Man of the Moon 2 is my favorite Kid Cudi album. So when people say like they hate that album or like that's his worst album, like that's when he fell off, I'm like, you don't understand anything. Like, yeah, I was like, you were never listening to him from the beginning. When people, like, you're when not people, a real fan. When people say they hate it in the club, it's like, you never, you were never into Kid Cudi really. That's what I feel like. You, that's what I feel like. Never into, didn't you're, like you're pretending to be. Because Indie Cud kind of gave you more of that uh, mixtape Cudi. Yes. Yeah. And like, bro, a kid named Cudi. Because Kid Cudi can spit. Holy shit. Yeah. Kid Cudi well, can I actually spit. Tapes. I used to have them on my Zoom. Holy shit. Like Kid Cudi is an actual rapper. Like Kid Cudi can actually like he's more than just because like I he's feel like bars. some people were into Kid Cudi for his first album because he, it was like he people thought he was like an indie right. music rapper so kind of singer. No, I remember. But Complex, Kid Cudi can spit. I remember Complex dub Kid Cudi. He's a wild man's version of Kanye West. Lol, lol. Like yeah, if you like Kanye, if you like Kanye, this is just Kanye more extreme. This is. This is more this out is there. If Kanye, Kanye drink IPA and took shots. Yeah, and then that's and then that's also when I feel like, oh wow, you people really love Kanye West. <laughs> like I go get me I like Kanye West's music. I love Kanye West's music. Yo, Kanye West got complex of the fucking headlock. <laughs> yeah, but it's just like no respect. You, like you people really like Kanye West really defined y'all, huh? Like, <laughs> like I remember uh, just being at school, and I think we, somebody asked me a question like, oh man, so I got. You know, random people asking, hey, bro, let me ask you this question real quick. I was trying to register for classes, right? Or, oh, I was trying to get my financial aid right, my last semester of college. I'm just up there, buddy asked me, like, hey, tell this girl this, man. Kanye West is the most influential artist of our generation. Now I'm just like, I mean. You, it's like, do you really want to ask a stranger this question? Right. Yeah, I was like, like he was so this? confident. I was like, look, dog, like, <laughs> I see what you get. Know, I, nah. see, I, can't say, I can't say that you're wrong. Because he's Kanye West, but Kanye West don't mean as much to me as he's mean to like to y'all. Like, yeah, you suburban black kids who y'all, y'all, that, this is y'all, this is really y'all God, huh? Like, this this man can do no wrong. I can't relate. Yeah, I was like, there was a there was a there was a point in time, but it was like graduate. It was like more so graduation, eighty woods and heartbreak. I was gonna say for my me, beautiful dark twisted fantasy, Kanye could do no wrong. No, I late registration. My favorite Kanye West album. I. I guess I really fuck with Kanye West, but I don't look at him as like this. I Some people, I mean, I, I, I think I can understand Kanye West that. Music doesn't define my life. Some people, like, I was never one of the kids who were like, were, you know, when he started doing Rosewood, wearing suits everywhere. Uh-huh. I knew kids who were doing, I knew, I knew kids who were doing that shit in the yeah. Kanye. I was just like, yeah, I fuck with the album, but. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to dress like that nigga. Yeah, I'm not about to sit here and cosplay. As I'm not gonna. I'm not, wearing, like, yeah, I'm, not, I'm not trying to cosplay Kanye. I'll do it on Halloween, but like, <laughs> like you know, Kanye West music never. You can. I think you have to be fucking blind or, you know, have horrible taste to say Kanye music does. Kanye doesn't make good music. At least you know, even his earlier path of his album or whatever, right? Yeah. So like, but Kanye West music never spoke to me on like on some spiritual like. Yeah. Yeah, necessary like yeah. to my life. I, yeah, I do remember like listening. It was we major. I remember I had my hair, I had a Phillips CD player. I had the CD, <laughs> all the way laid back in my mama and my mama Camry. And I was sitting back and we major came on. And it was the first time I, I let it all play all the way through. Started skipping it after the rapping stopped. And like, oh, we gonna bring it back. He's like, because we major. He's like, they wonder why I named this late registration. Because I'm taking y'all niggas back to school. I'm like, <laughs> and like they had the sounds, they had the horns. Da, 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 da. I was like, oh my! I was like, oh my! <laughs> feeling like it never ever felt before today. And even making memories are real. Station. 
We can make a feeling. Do it all your cares away. Like, yeah, I was like, oh my god. I, I was like having good ear guys. I'm like, oh my god. You want to pull the earbuds out, but you can't. I wish yeah. I could see this nigga right now. <laughs> no, no, like that that was the moment I was like, bro, this nigga's amazing. But as like as Even an artist, like, yeah, I can get that. I can yeah. understand that feeling, but like it's not like, oh my god, this this song by Kanye, this is the one. This is the shit that like he's he's talking to me right now. This is how I feel. I never had that moment with Kanye was. What? Man, eight of some heartbreaks. Are you man listening to that on the bus in that the morning? Was, that- that that's all I had for Kanye. Is the 808 album listening yeah, on the bus it, um, in the dark dun, dun, on the way dun, to school. Dun, dun, dun. Listen, yeah. playing that all the way through. I love it. It had me in my emo. It. it had me in my emo. I feel that because like heartless, I would go outside and sit in the cold, in the cold. and just be like just, just vibing to that we shit. And it, I swear night. to God, if I could if I could smoke a fucking cigarette yeah. for that song, man, I would. Cause have. like when you, cause like when you're when you're already, it's already peak, it's already peak Kid Cudi. You're an angsty, you're an angsty black teen, and you're yeah. already in the Kanye West. This is yeah. Kanye, emo Kanye, yeah. and you feel like, man, I fucking hate going to school. I, I, I like, I, it was at that point in time where it's like, I purposefully, like in the morning, I didn't have, like most people in the high school. After you get there, you get there a little bit early, so you go and hang out somewhere. I ne- I never did that. Like I would just walk, I would literally just walk around the entire school just listening to music. Like I would listen to like Mickey Fax, Kid Cudi. Oh god. Um, listen to listening to like that that Idle Witch and Heartbreak album. Just walk around the school for like an hour just listening to music. No. In that, my in my super emo, uh, fuck the world, I hate you all. No. You know, that Idle and Heartbreak album got me through a breakup. <laughs> In fact, I wrote a I wrote a paper about it called about uh, I related Eight Oasis Heartbreaks and the Great Gatsby. Wow, that's called uh, oh, what the fuck did I call it? Eight Oasis and Gatsby. The Great, the Great like Heartbreak. That. Something like the that. Great Heartbreak. <laughs> Not the Great really Pretender. Eight Oasis. Eight Oasis. But yeah, he called it Eight Oasis because it's like it's an eight is a circle. Eight Oasis. So he's going to circles and circles. Like his mother just passed away. He's losing out on love. That's what the whole album's about. And that's the same place. Uh, Gatsby's in because he's searching for this love for him, but he's not finding it. He's, he's throwing these parties, but he's so cold on this. His like, mom passed away at the same time as 808s. Yeah, that's a Pinocchio story is about his mom. I think. I did not know that. I didn't. I don't. I didn't. I didn't realize that. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that's why the album's like such a Somber. so dark and mm-hmm. cold. And then like his long term girlfriend he had, that he always write about in like his first three albums. Well, good yeah. for him experiencing human emotions before completely losing his mind. Good for him. That's before his dark reboot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm also I'm really excited about Man on the Moon Three. You guys can't tell. Yeah, so we said all that to say Man on the Moon Three to get our excitement. Do we have a date yet? No. no. <laughs> October twelfth. Probably. It's, is are we? Twenty twenty one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, that's not the date. That's just if we had to guess because every time Kid Cudi has like went on tour, mm-hmm. not every time, but this last this two, the twice, the last, yeah, twi- twice, two times Kid Cudi's gone on tour. He's always come to Atlanta on October twelfth, which is Madrid's birthday. Oh, so it's like I saw Kid Cudi twice on my birthday. So yeah, so like this is both were amazing. Yeah, yeah. Get shows. That's who Get I shows. need to see live. My God dang, oh, yeah. Big Cuddy. Wow, I can't wait. 
I was like, when I saw the music video for which one, I love on Demon Passions Lane. What was it? Uh, Surfing? I think it was. And the music yeah. video was like him vibing with people. Like, I think Jaden and Willow were in it too. Yeah, because Willow. And I was so disappointed with everyone's energy in the video because I was like, if I was there, me and Kikudi would be literally flying around this bonfire dancing. Like, damn, these fools don't know how good this song is. Fuck. So, yeah, I can't wait to do it in real life at his concert then. How about that? Yeah, it's always a good time. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, as always, this was a great fucking time. Um, You can check us out. Three View Set Podcast available everywhere. You can check me out. Uh, Speedwagon X on Twitter. I'm pretty sure. Shannon, where can we find you? (laughs) I had to do it since Sassy's not here. The zebra has found her stripes on Instagram. That's, oh my God. I'm on Instagram and my handle is the zebra has found her stripes. Good luck. Josh, where you at? I know Jones everywhere. Everywhere. Everywhere? Everywhere. Check out that season yellow too, right there. Yes, season yellow. Ash, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me at Ash underscore the underscore stampede on Twitter. Reset Podcast is your favorite biweekly podcast. We're fucking back, baby. As always, it's been a no, nice no, 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 no.